Hey, DJs, it is April. Well, it's Tuesday, April 25th. Aaron Rodgers is on the move, and the execs in Houston, gotta beware. Emea Duke is on his way. I'm Mad Max, and join me the one and only Sex Panther. Panther! Is it J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets time? Um, well, not in the draft, right? Because <laughs> they're not going to have one of those early picks, but. Aaron Rodgers wearing green, following in the footsteps of Brett Favre, and uh, dare I say, I expect the same results. Maybe he won't, you know, get in trouble with a sexy sideline reporter or anything, but I don't think this is a difference maker. I, I really, Aaron Rodgers looked like shit last year. I don't think the Jets are honestly any better than what we saw from the Packers personnel. I really don't like it for the Jets, and I don't think the Packers got enough. Am I wrong? Well, first off, let's let's hope that it does not follow in the exact same path, because yes, I, I don't want the dick pics of uh, Aaron Rodgers being leaked over the <laughs> internet. I'm still scarred for life from fucking uh, uh, Brett Favre and, and his uh, leaked dick pics, so let's, let's avoid that. And then uh, for one of our uh, former uh, co-hosts and, and, and buddies, uh, you know, if, if it does follow the, the, the path, then he will be a Minnesota Viking within a season or two, so maybe, maybe that, that's what we have to look forward to. Um, it's interesting. Listen, I think that I think that the Packers definitely got more than they should have for this version of Aaron Rodgers. I look at this trade and I say, you know, maybe three, four years ago, I would consider this a fair trade. Uh, do I think it was like overwhelmingly like, uh, you know, the, the Jets got fleeced? I won't say that. They did do some pick swaps. So, you know, kind of protected themselves a little bit here. But the fucking, the, the scary thing here is, Barring injury, Aaron Rodgers is going to play 65% of the snaps this year, which means that conditional second-round pick will become a first-round pick next year. And I think that's where the the pendulum shifted to the Packers' advantage. Now, Packers uh, swapped the Jets' uh, draft pick this year, which I think only moves them up three, four spots, right? I think the— It's not significant. Yeah, it's like 13-15 or 13-16 and or something like that. So with that pick, you, you, you know what, what, what the Packers have to do just to give the ultimate middle finger to Aaron Rodgers. Draft a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, be, I mean... That, that would be great. Oh, or they draft another quarterback because... We're not... Yeah, we're not in love with Jordan Love. I, I, it'll be interesting to see what, what he can do out there and... and... I I don't know if he's going to be the answer for the Packers, but they'll, they'll give him a shot. Uh, I want to kind of focus in on the Jets, though. So, you know, the Jets, I feel like last season, were a consistent quarterback away from possibly winning the uh, East over there in, in the AFC. Uh, I, I, I have tons of question marks with the Dolphins. I tons of question marks with the Patriots. Um, you know, I, I think uh, the Bills are still the team to beat, but I mean, depending on which 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 uh, uh, Josh Allen shows up, right? I mean, we have questions about the mental fortitude of Josh Allen. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be excited to play this season. He hasn't been, and it kind of reminds me of of I, ha- I had a um, I had a girlfriend once, and I tried to break up with her, and she convinced me not to break up with her, and I was like, all right, cool, so. We kind of went along with this relationship for, you know, a while and, and you know, then eventually like she realized she realized what I came to like 
you know, months prior is that the fucking relationship had run its course. So she broke up with me and I was kind of pissed. I was like, well, fuck you. No, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like I tried to do this months ago and I kind of feel it's the same situation with Rogers and the Packers here is like Aaron Rodgers years ago, basically said, I want out. I want out. I want to leave. I want to go to San Francisco. I want out. And the Packers are like, nah, 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 baby. We, I, I love you. You can stick around. I love you. And so they fucking kept it. And, and he ended up winning, what, uh, two MVPs and, and almost got a third, right? But the relationship was fucking broken. It was beyond repair. They should have just fucking... And, and imagine what they could have gotten three years ago for trading Aaron Rodgers. As opposed to now, it's I, I almost feel like, yeah, the Packers got more than they deserve for Rodgers. But if they would have came to the fucking realization that it was over with three years ago, we're talking multiple first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers three years ago. So here it's like, yeah, they got a lot, but they probably fucked themselves over by you know not trading him soon enough. Oh, I completely agree. I think that the ship had sailed a couple years ago, and then when you take last season, you know they went from what back-to-back NFC championships, back-to-back MVPs to uh, I don't even remember what they were—a five-win team didn't put up near the numbers offensively that they had before. It was, it was definitely, uh, you know, a sign of regression for the Packers and for Aaron Rodgers. I, 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 it'd be interesting to see what we get here because yes, we assume there's a lot of regression based on what we saw last year, but then do we get a rejuvenated Aaron Rodgers by going to a new team, new uh, coaching staff, new everything, um, it will be interesting. Now, I don't know if this was – you never know if it's true on Facebook or not, but I think I saw – I don't know if you, some of you saw this. Zach Wilson's not a happy camper, and he, no. he came right out. He came right out and said <laughs> he's not a happy camper. Uh, it's his job, and he's going to fight for it. So we'll see how the whole locker room thing plays out and whatever, but um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers – moves the dial in New York, and I think the the question really is out on whether or not Green Bay gives Jordan Love. I guess he gets a year, right? Jordan Love's going to get this year to, to see if he's the guy? Yeah, he'll he'll get he'll he'll get this year. They're gonna they're gonna th- toss him into the fire and and you know see what they got with him. Absolutely, I think you know, and and if if he shows any potential, then you know that maybe they they keep him around for you know another year. So I just I I haven't seen I what I've seen from him. I don't think he's the guy, and and what. I haven't seen from him. I don't think he can be the guy. I don't know if that makes any sense, but the the, the limited you know limited amount of time that I've seen him, I I don't think he's a very good quarterback, and I don't think he has the potential to be a very good quarterback, even with extended playing time. Yeah, I think he's probably like the other version of Trey Lance, where he was drafted really high, he was supposed to be the the heir apparent, and he's either can't stay on the field or not on the field because you know he was the number two anyway, but. Um, no, I get exactly what you're saying, but he will have an opportunity to prove himself. And I, with you, I don't think it's going to go well, but all you can ask for in the league is a chance and he's going to get his. The, the good news is, uh, of course, Aaron Rodgers dates much younger, right? He's got that Leonardo DiCaprio type fucking thing going on. So he's allegedly, I think he's da- dating someone named Mallory Edens. 
uh, I could Bing search her if you want to. I think you would quite enjoy the images that are showing up. She is 27 years old, so she is safe from Zach Wilson. So we'll say that. There's no Zach Wilson pursuing uh, Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend, just his fucking starting job. Now, here's an interesting uh, uh, little segment that I'm going to throw on you last second. I did not prepare for this, but I'm going to throw this to you just because I like to have some surprises here. I decided to pull up the the 2023 NFC North Division winner odds, Panther. I'm going to ask you, rank them one through four. One being who's going to be in first place, fourth being in fourth place. What do the books think of the NFC North as of right now? I don't know what the books think, but I'll tell you what I think. I think it is the Detroit Lions, the Minnesota Vikings, the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers in that order. You fucking got it. Here you go. Be- here I'm, I'll give you best lines, right? I'll give you best lines. Detroit plus 155, Minnesota plus 310, Chicago plus 325, Green Bay plus 450. That is how far the Green Bay Packers have dropped down. They are 120, 130 something fucking dollars worse than the Chicago Bears. That is what they think of Jordan Love out there in the. Haven't they books. owned that division for the last three decades? Not anymore. It's it, yeah, Jared fucking Goff, baby. Here we go. It's Goff's yeah. fucking run now. Um, moving on to the association, we kind of talked about Nick Nurse yesterday and how Nick Nurse might be a good fit for the Houston Rockets job. Well, it. it it seems like, uh, once again, Ime Aduka cucked someone because he stole Nick Nurse's job right from under him. The Houston uh, Rockets announced yesterday that Ime Aduka, former Celtics head coach, will be the next head coach of the Rockets. And frankly, I think it's a fantastic move for the Rockets. Uh, we kind of wonder how good Ime Aduka actually is with, you know, out Jalen Brown and fucking Jason Tatum around him, Marcus Smart and Al Horford and all those fucking guys. Let's see what he can do with a... Uh, a C squad of players, but I think Houston's got some potential. They've got some young players. They've got a lot of draft picks. Um, I don't know what that means for Nick nurse. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe Nick nurse is now headed to, I don't know who, who, who would be fucking, I, I don't even right. know where Nick, the, the fucking, I have no idea. No, if I, again, I'm still, I'm still playing my flag that Nick nurse will be the next head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers after the Sixers get bounced by the fucking Knicks in the Eastern conference finals. Um, <laughs> With the Miami Heat, <laughs> the Miami Heat gonna fucking go to back to the finals somehow. Seventy-five-year-old uh, Jimmy Butler looked fucking pretty good last night. Uh, but Nick Nurse, I thought Houston was gonna be his job. Ma Adoka's there now. Panther is is Ma the fucking uh, savior in Houston? I think it's a great hire. This Houston, as much as we've shit on them for the last couple of years, calling them the missiles, they've been very very bad. Not even a twenty-win team, I don't think, over the last couple of years or thereabouts they've got young talent they battled a lot of injuries they sat on john wall for two years they've got a lot of lottery balls in this win manana uh sweepstakes for the upcoming draft i think it's a great hire even if even if they don't get women yama there's still a lot a lot of talent here um for him to like and they're all under contract if he was going to toronto it's a aging roster I mean, it's still some young people, but it's an aging roster, and there's probably a lot of contract questions. I, I like it. Uh, I really, really like it if they get Wimbenyama, but I don't hate this for, for uh, Umbeko. For Umbeko. I, fuck, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. 
Ime Aduka. Uh, Ime Aduka. I I think it's a great fit for both of them. I think it gives Ime a chance to reset and reboot and 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 do something. I think Houston made a great play for a head coach. I do think maybe Nick Nurse ends up in Detroit. I think that'll probably be his next move. Um, and and again, unless a team fires their head coach, a playoff team fires their head coach, which is you know, it's quite possible. If you look around and you just run through the playoff teams that more than likely won't fire their head coaches, I mean, you know. Uh, Let's let's just look at these fucking teams right now. Uh, do we think the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are going to fire their head coach? No, that's not going to happen. Do we think the Celtics are going to fire their head coach? No. The Sixers, maybe. Uh, Cleveland, no. New York, no. Brooklyn, probably not. I think Jacques Vaughn is there, but Nick Nurse could be Nick Nurse could be a fucking possibility in Brooklyn if we look at that. Atlanta, no. They just brought in uh, Quinn Snyder. Miami, definitely no. Chicago, who the fuck knows? That's a revolving door. So maybe Chicago. Uh, he left Toronto. Pacers seems that they just got a coach. Washington, they're always a team in flux. Who the fuck knows? Orlando, they seem set at head coach, but who knows? Charlotte, yeah, why, maybe. Who, who knows what they're going to fucking do there? And Detroit. Detroit seems like the obvious fit there. In the West, let's Denver, mm, no. Memphis, no. Sacramento, no. Phoenix, no. Clippers, no. Golden State Warriors, no. Lakers, no. T-Wolves, probably not, but maybe. Oklahoma City Thunder, no. Pelicans, could be a maybe. Dallas, begrudgingly, no. Utah, probably not. Portland, maybe. Houston just got the job and the Spurs are no. Like, I mean, it's it's looking like Detroit for Nick Nurse at this point now that Houston's off the table. I, you know, maybe again, Philadelphia, maybe the Bulls. And maybe the Nets. Those, those are the only real teams out there, I think. You know. Um, yeah, not a lot of turnover this year. And uh, there is an option. He could just be a talking head for a year. He, he could go to TNT or you know one of the networks and sit out and wait for another job if one of those isn't to his liking. Absolutely, man. And then maybe he gets so fucking comfortable he never goes back to coaching again, like fucking Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> Easy money. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Nardog. All right. We're going to close out the first half of the show with a statement that I want your reaction from Nardog saying everyone is acting like Wembenyana is such a sure thing due to 7'2", 220 pounds. I'll be surprised if he plays 40 games in his rookie year. Panther, Wembenyana, is he going to be a big bust or is he the next big thing? And we might have to wait until after the break because it looks like one sex Panther is having signal issues again. So get a commercial break and hopefully... Panthers back. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, I'm back. Still waiting for Panther to rejoin us. You guys can still hear me, right? The audience, Nardog, you guys can still hear me. I'm still here, right? Yeah, okay. Ramon's typing, so I know that I'm still here. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, I I think Wimbanyana has to bulk up in the same way that Kevin Durant had to bulk up. And Kevin Durant still hasn't bulked up. And look how fucking injury-prone Kevin Durant is. So I think the chances of Wimbayana having some kind of injuries and breaking down is actually quite high. 
You know, I, I think that uh, his frame doesn't allow him to necessarily put on the weight, and he's going to have to try to put on the weight, and that can cause injuries. So it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. The one thing that was magical about LeBron James is he looked like a motherfucking linebacker out there, right? Or, you know, he looked like a cornerback or a linebacker. He just, he was built at the age of 18 like a, a football player. And I think that that's what made him so special. He was, you know, six foot eight, whatever it was, uh, close to six nine, and built like a goddamn football player. And so he came into the league, he was already bulked up. And then he put bulk on top of that. And then every time he gets a, a significant leg or knee or hamstring injury, he loses some weight to take. Like LeBron was the specimen. I don't know about Wimbayana. Uh, Sex Panther, you, you, you still here or no? Oh, he just left. So let's see if he can join us again. If not, well, on with the show. Let's talk NBA playoff basketball. There are three games on the board today. The Atlanta Hawks find themselves without one of their best players, DeJounte Murray, suspended for this game, which means the Boston Celtics favored by 13 and a half. Um, can the Boston Celtics win by 20 fucking points? Yes. Will they probably win by 20 points? No, they'll probably, if I can put, put the, take their starters out of the end of the game and be backdoor cover. I'm going to lean Atlanta in that one. I, I do think Atlanta can keep this within 13 and a half. Man, that would be fucking fun. You bring in uh, Quinn Snyder to be your fucking lord and savior and get fucking humiliated in the first round. Uh, I almost feel bad, though, for the 76ers in a way, you know, and the Celtics, because the 76ers and Celtics are going to meet up in the next round, and then it's going to be the Knicks and the Heat on the other side. Talk about a uh, argument for reseeding. That's for fucking sure. Uh, next one up, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Denver Nuggets. Denver finds themselves 10-point favorites. I think I can get 9.5. I can get 9.5. I'm going to lock that in. I do think Denver wins by double digits here. I do think that the Nuggets are the better team. I think Minnesota's got no fight left in them. Uh, whatever fight that they had, they almost lost that one in, in the last game. They, they choked out a lead. They went to overtime. They did pull that game out. I don't think they do it again. I think Denver bounces them and that that'll be a win for the nuggets and double digit win at that. Uh, moving on, let's talk about the Los Angeles Clippers at the Phoenix suns. Uh, Hey guys, tell me if you heard this one before Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's injured. Kawhi Leonard ain't playing. Neither's Paul George. How's that fucking working out for them? Guys, let's, let's just get back in the way back machine. Shea Gilders Alexander used to be a fucking Los Angeles Clipper. Just, just, just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. I think the Clippers are fucking toast. However, goddamn, what are we talking? What, what are we talking about now here? Twelve and a half. Ah, I'll lean the fucking Clippers. Sex Panther is back. I just ran through the NBA. Are you back? I am back. Oh my god, my phone is so fucking stupid. Ha. Rapid fire, I leaned Atlanta, I bet Denver, and I leaned the Clippers. Where are you in those three games? Uh, all the home teams are going to win and close out these series, but the Atlanta Hawks, with 13.5 points, are going to keep it closer than two touchdowns. I am betting the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, yeah, I, um, tons of moral support there. I think the Celtics have the opportunity to win by 20. It's going to be a backdoor cover. The Celtics are going to pull their starters at the end of the game. Atlanta, for what it's worth, they've lost by double digits in, in their losses. They've kind of been able to hang in there. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean. And then, yeah, my, my my one bet is I'm betting the Denver Nuggets minus the nine and a half. I do think that at home they're going to they're gonna take care of fucking business and knock out Minnesota. So, uh, 
On to the ice, Panther, you have Dose. Two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, let's go down to Dallas and talk about the Stars going to host the Wild. Uh, You know, last time I bet on Dallas at home, didn't go well, but these two teams are just split on the home and home. So we're two and two going back to Dallas. I think they have to get this. Well, they do have to get this win or they could be in a lot of trouble. So I'm going to bet the Stars to take care of business at home. Ten bucks on the Big D. Yeah, moral support here. I'm going to lean the Stars with you. I do think Dallas should get it done here. Minus 140, not bad. Uh, probably, yeah, that's the best I can get you. Some books have it at minus 145, 148. So if you like the 140, jump on that early. I do think that we're going to see some line movement there. More support, lean on the Stars with you. The LA Kings are going up to Canada, take on the Oilers. I look, I get Edmonton's really good at home. I get it. They can score in bunches. I get it. But minus 235? What the, what the fuck? I, I don't know if the Kings can win. I think I really think the Kings can win. This is just a complete flyer value play. Uh, what do we have? Plus 170, 180, somewhere about. Give me the Kings for 10 bucks. That's good news or the bad news? Mm, bad news is Vegas. Disagrees. Vegas disagrees. Good news, you're getting plus 195, Panther. 195 you're getting on the Kings. And at that, I mean, it's hard to argue. I do think the Oilers win this one, but the implied probability, the value, anything can happen in these NHL playoffs. I don't hate that play. So those are your two plays, which means it leaves the third game to me. I hate to fade the Islanders, but I'm going to fade the fucking Islanders. Carolina at home. It's getting chalky. Minus 154. You can almost say that, you know, value play. Maybe it's a little trappish. That line getting a little bit better. I'm going to jump fucking dick first into this trap. I'm going to pull a Panther here. $10 bet on the Hurricanes. Yeah, I actually didn't think it was trappish at all. I thought it was a, a little too chalky. I think the Hurricanes do close this out at home. I just needed it to be a little close. I'm 154, I'm probably on it. 160, I was off. So uh, tons of moral support. All right. On to Major League Baseball where... It's not going to be seven because we know that we're going to talk about one of the same games. We're going to have the same, a similar play in one of those games, but it could be six fucking games we're all betting on today. So, Panther, I'm going to start it off with you. Let's go to the East Coast. The Boston Red Sox are going to take on the Baltimore Orioles in Baltimore. Corey Kluber, 0-4 with an 8.5 ERA. Going to take on that Orioles offense that can hit and put up some numbers. Uh, Braddish is going to take them out. He was stellar in his first time out. I think more takes care of business at home. I thought it was a little chalky when I first looked at it. I'm run lining it for a big fat plus 133, 10 bucks on the O's. Unfortunately for you, since the uh, pre-show, you've lost a dollar, but I'll still get you 132. Okay, uh, it's 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 a nice healthy plus line. And other than moral support, I'm going to bet Baltimore with you minus the one. 55 so i think baltimore gets it done today this team is is pretty damn fucking good not to say that the red the red sox are actually surprisingly not as shitty as i thought they were going to be but baltimore is a pretty good fucking team so i think they get it done ten dollar bet on the orioles well let's stay on the eastern side of the seaboard and talk about your your max your favorite team the pittsburgh pirates the dodgers are coming to town and, um, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of thumping my chest a little bit here. I said I didn't think they were that good. They were getting a little too much love. And so far in the early part of the season, 
They've been on the wrong side of mediocre, taking on a Pittsburgh team that is just red fucking hot. They're at home. They have the advantage with the pitcher. They're getting a plus line. I I fucking love the yellow and black today. Give me ten bucks on the Steelers. I really really like this play, Panther. I like I I really like this play. I'm gonna give you so much fucking moral support here. I gotta tell you something too, like. The Sharps like this play, too. This is a Sharp Panther move. That line is starting to drop down. I'll still get you plus 110 here, but, man, go Pirates. I'm telling you, that's my new fucking team. (laughs) Gonna go get yourself a jersey. The Texas Rangers are still in Cincinnati. They lost yesterday. Who would have saw that coming? Because the Reds really aren't that very good. Martin Perez is going to take the mound for the Rangers, going against Luke Weaver. Kind of having a hard time saying Luke Weaver in a Cincinnati uniform. He spent all those years with the Cardinals, but he's not pitching like he was as a Cardinal 0-1 with a 6 ERA, and Perez, he's just picking up right where he left off last year. He looks like he could be the staff ace, except there's that guy DeGrom in Texas. I think the Rangers rebound from yesterday's defeat. Minus 155 is actually a value play to me. Give me 10 bucks on the Arlington Rangers. Yeah, you know, when I looked at this game before, it was minus 142. We can get minus 140 now. So I don't know if the, the line is moving in the wrong direction or if it's just some books kind of settling in with some of the early uh, action and early lines to get get the line where it needs to be. I think minus 145 is the right line on this. So at minus 140, I, I think it's a value play here. So I'm going to do it with you. $10 bet on the Texas Rangers. Ooh, we found our kiss of death in the parlay. All right. One more game for me. The San Diego Padres are on the road taking on the Chicago Cubs. 0-1-3, 6.00, Blake Snell taking the mound for the Padres. This guy needs a win in the worst way, and I don't think he's going to get it. Joey Steele taking the mound for the Cubbies, and I talked about Steele last year. I really like this kid. He's off to a fantastic start. He's undefeated 3-0 with a 1.44 ERA. I think the Cubbies best the fathers. Give me 10 bucks on the Cubs. I don't think this has ever happened before, Panther. I had three games I'm betting on, and this is the third one, and we're lockstep. I'm betting $10 on the Cubs as well. I I think the Chicago at home, this is a team that's playing much, much better than my expectations were. Uh, don't look now, man. Uh, don't look now. That that uh, that National League uh, uh, Central looking pretty fucking competitive with the Pirates and the goddamn Cubs in, in the mix with the Brewers. Uh, let's let's not talk about St. Louis right now. Uh, yeah, ten dollar bet on the Cubs. Which Panther? I mean, if we want to for the parlay, we could do an all baseball parlay with Baltimore, Texas, and Chicago. Let's do it. Let's just do it. All right, that will be your parlay. Uh, how about we eat the chalk though on Baltimore? Is that okay? Let's yeah, no. In a parlay, we don't need to run line it. All right, there you go. So we're gonna get get, get Baltimore here. We got Texas and Chicago. That is your DJ parlay for today. Panther, take us home. All right. Well, uh, you guys know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, and we are here in the Discord in the Asylum. This is where you guys can come in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. Chat gets a little lively sometimes, especially when there's breaking news. We had all kinds of chit-chat yesterday, so come on in and uh, fire up, and we will holler right back. But most importantly, you guys got to let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. 
This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.